Hello, hello, hello. Hey guys, what is up? This is Livy Igwe coming live from London. If you guys are watching on a replay, drop us a hashtag style. But tell us where you guys are tuning in from because I have here Jamie. I was wondering if I was like this or there. So excited because today we're going to be talking about uh, this is our weekly episodes that we're going to be doing on women, uh, multicultural women, uh, color that have blended backgrounds. Um, I'm so excited about it because they are in the space of the network marketing and we're going to make the, the whole industry sexy again so i'm so excited jamie thank you so much for having for being here oh sweetie thank you so much for asking me to do this i'm excited i fit into that category multicultural blended background you name oh. it i'm there I'm you do. Like you absolutely are. And I love, uh, and before we dive into a bit of like your story and all, I want to say I'm so blessed and honored to be connected with you because we connected mm -hmm. through Fraser Brooks, who's, uh, uh, well, we invested in our, in our growth, in our personal and that's how we connected. And then we also connected with another one, which is Jesse Lee. And you guys probably hear us talk about Fraser and Jesse Lee all the time, but I swear yes. power is proximity. And even if yes. Jamie and I are not connected, she will connect or she will ask me questions or I will ask her questions. And we just support each other. Even if we're not Amen. in the same company, it's the fact that I, I could talk to you as if you're like, my best friend that I've never really met or from the other I know. side. Right? <laughs> Fun fact, before we started, Jamie was like, um, Olivia, are you exactly sleeping? Because you message me every time I wake up and when I go and you're just always online. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's because I'm in the future and you're in the past, but in the good past. <laughs> yes, <laughs> in the yes. Past the future. <laughs> yes. Nine so, hours. I think we're nine hours of time. Yeah, difference. we're eight, uh, seven, hour, seven hours of difference. So, yeah. yeah it's high noon. It's high noon here in Arizona. Okay, perfect. So, Jamie, tell us a little bit about you before we jump into into a subject because you lost 96 kilos in three years by making mm -hmm. one decision. But let's go back into who are yeah. you? Who's the Jamie that okay. is today? Oh, wow. Scary. Okay, so for, for my American friends, that is 212 pounds. And I, oh, good Lord. So I am currently in a network marketing company. And I got here three years ago because the Lord guided footsteps. And a friend of mine, who on friend on Facebook, who I didn't know really well, had invited me to a transformation page so I could look in there and see people's before and afters and during pictures. And I'm scrolling through, and I'm like, these are all youngins. I don't know these youngins. Scroll, scroll, scroll. And I'm like, where are the old people at? And I found a woman who's in her 50s, and she said, that she wasn't having hot flashes anymore because of the products and she was losing weight. And I'm like, okay, okay. And then she's mentioned she dropped 50 pounds. I was like, well, I got like three times that to lose. So, okay. So that's when I decided to sign up and um, get the products for myself. After I saw what they did for me, I had to tell the world because you cannot, I'm just that type of person that my personality is. Once I see something's working, I got to tell everybody about it. Yeah. And so, I don't mind shouting from the rooftops, you know, caring is sharing, sharing is caring. So sharing is caring, right? If you don't share, yeah. you're ugly. So you might as well share and you're part of that crew. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I love so that. So that got me started in the business. Okay, so that's how you started. Um, mm -hmm. but before that, what made you change? Because you could have stayed the mm -hmm. way you were, because you said you were 171 kilos, uh uh 171 pounds. Was that it? Okay, no. so my highest weight 
in American is uh, 476 pounds. So okay. I was almost 500 pounds. And I don't know what that is in kilograms. Okay, let me see. 500 pounds in kilos. Uh, in kilos for the ones that are smart. No. Oh, wow. You were 226 kilos? That was my highest weight. Documented by a doctor. I'm sure I was probably closer to 500, but I was 476. So I was 25 pounds under that. But um, back then, I'm going to tell you how I found out how, how much I weighed. They had just invented those scales where you walk on them. They had railings on the side and you could stand on it. They were for people that were in wheelchairs. Yeah, so they yeah. could weigh the wheelchair and then weigh the person in the wheelchair and figure out how much they weighed. So that's how I found out how much I weighed because their scales never went that high back then. I'm old. <laughs> Wise. <laughs> so yes, what, yes, yes. What made you make the decision? Because, you know, you could have stayed oh. the weight that you are. Because in the U.S., you guys yeah, are yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Health issues. Obesity is a problem. Okay. And I got tired of hearing morbid obesity as my diagnosis when I yeah. would go in, you know, to see the doctor and you look at the paperwork and they give you medications for the high blood pressure, medications for the diabetes and medications for the water retention and blah, 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 high blood pressure, you name it. And I got tired of that. And I knew I was getting older and I thought to myself, man, people always talk about how much harder it is to lose weight. So I started to try to lose the weight, you know, in my late 40s. Okay. And I got down maybe like 50 pounds and then I gained 60. I get I dropped 75 and then I gained 85, you know, so and so it was the yo-yo. Like you were yo-yoing. Oh, yeah. And I was using other companies and I don't want to mention names, but I no, used no. where meal prep was coming to my house. I used it where I had injections into my stomach fat. Um, I used a product where I had a restrictive diet and I lost a ton of weight. And then as soon as I went into maintenance, poof, I just blow back up again with any product that I used wow. before I got to the company I'm in now. So, yeah, wow. that's my reason for telling the world about it. But I... um. I, I knew I wanted to get the weight off me. I knew I wanted to be able to have a better life, but I wasn't acting on it. I will say that just before I found network marketing, the thing that was uh, hurting me the most is watching other people living and I wasn't living. Does that make sense? Ooh, so like I wasn't seeing the life and the the, the joy. And I, and I don't see happiness as, you know, happiness is happiness. Joy to me is an internal emotion that I get that from God. And that has nothing to do with my circumstances. Like I don't get, like I can get happy when, when somebody, you know, uh, brings you a gift or you're opening presents at Christmas. That's happy. To me, joy is something that's internal and it's constant. So I didn't have that. And I was lacking the joy that was internal. And so to see people in that transformation page, not just transforming their bodies, they would yeah. talk when they would say, tell their stories, yeah. how they're having joy. The older women, I could play with my grandkids again. You know, so I was seeing that. I don't have grandkids, but I was like, well, I want to have fun. <laughs> I want to be, be part of it. I want to I want to see the sunshine. So do you think that your past, um, because you had like a really tremendous past in the sense if you're okay sharing, every, well, not everything oh. you've been through, but. Girl, please. I don't mind. You know, nothing bothers me. Like, um, and I and I think that it's an inspiration for other people. So I never yeah. have a problem sharing my past. Yeah, yeah. And I'd love just to share because 
you've been through molestation. You've been through a babysitter that was abusive or a, a husband, a boyfriend that was abusive. Yeah. Um, is, are, what else were you, was there anything? Uh, well, domestic violence relationships oh, yes, yes. ran rampant. Uh, my father was an alcoholic and very um, uninvolved in the family emotionally. So I tended to lean towards men that were like that. You know, if they were distant and didn't know how to express themselves, then that's who I was kind of drawn toward. But yeah, I was molested by a male babysitter. My grandmother would um, go out with her girlfriend to play bingo at nights. And um, she had a daughter and a son and the son was older. So he would watch us and, and we were in apartments and he would come down and check on me and he was molesting me. He did that for a couple of years. I never told anybody until after I got clean. My mother heard the story at, a, at an NA meeting when I was sharing and she was kind of like, oh, didn't know that. You know what? Um, between that and then the domestic violence relationships, uh, being raped by a boyfriend, so the sexual abuse there, uh, the and then the drug addiction that I went, I used to shoot up drugs intravenously. Really? Speed, like I need speed, right? <laughs> yeah, I like so it. I, <laughs> you don't need any, but hey, clearly, you so know. I was in college. I wanted to stay up for tests, and then yeah. I had to stay up to study, and then just kept going and going. But I was in the environment to where I suppressed anything that was going on. So you know you're not healthy in a domestic violence relationship, but because you're staying, you have to justify that somehow in yeah. your mind. And I turned to food as my new chemical because I could eat all my emotions and stuff and not think about it. So what made you like going from network marketing and having the energy that you have now, because I don't know what you were before, what was that little mm. turning point? Because you could have gone back straight to where you were like, oh, poor me and stay in the poor me. What was that? Is yeah. Can you recall that one thing that just made you, man, I could do that. Yes. Just yeah. I had suicide attempts as well. So when you're using drugs, the depression is, is, is bad and alcohol is a depressant, but that wasn't my main thing, but I would mix it with other chemicals. And to have that tunnel vision that you get when you're suicidal. It's poor me. I hate my life. I'm miserable. Why is all this happening to me? Me, yeah. me, 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 me. And having it be so self-centered. Yeah. And then I was in a rehab, my last suicide attempt, May 11th, 1989. And I took a bunch of pills. I took a bunch of something, powders, snorted it all, drank. And I'm in the rehab. My brother comes to visit. He was in recovery, had almost a year clean. My mom came with him. And my brother was like, I gotta talk to you before mom gets in here. I'm like, what? And he's like, why do you keep doing this to mom? And for the first time, I'm just gonna- Ooh, that gives me chills. <laughs> for, the, for the first time in my life, that tunnel vision expanded. And I saw, I love my mother, you know? She passed away in 91. And I remember thinking, doing, doing this to her. Yeah. Like I'm trying to kill me, you know, like I didn't even never even occurred to me that I was hurting my mother, you know? And so that's when I was like, Oh my God, I don't, I don't want to do that. So for my, my mother passed away. I had three years clean. So for three years, she had no phone calls. Hey ma'am, your daughter tried to kill herself again. Oh man, can you come get your daughter at the hospital? Oh man, your daughter got another DUI. Like she had peace. For three years, our relationship grew. We got closer. So there is no regrets there. But for three years of peace, that's when the blinders from the suicide 
uh, attempt came off. And I'm going to tell you something. I was clean for maybe 90 days before I did that. And people think, oh, you just get clean, just stop. Well, when you're clean and you're off the drugs and all those emotions and that self-hatred is there and the suicidal oh, thoughts and all that, you're raw. Because I would run to a chemical. Okay. I would run to the chemical to, now, to, you don't, to match. You don't have any chemical. You don't have anything. So you have to find another mm -hmm. way to, to. Yeah. So I'm clean, no drugs, trying to kill myself because I feel and I don't like the feelings mm. and then turn into the food to stuff the feelings, but staying clean from the drugs. Okay. And then when network marketing came in, was that the same mm. sort of joy purpose that you found in the sense of the growth? Did that translate into, yeah. into that? You know, people always say network marketing is the best uh, professional development and self-development program that you will ever have because you cannot do sales if you don't know who you are because people will tell you no several times a day if you're asking and people will shoot you down people will criticize you you're money hungry you're just trying to do i thought you said you were a christian and blah 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 blah, blah. you know and so you have to learn to grow and learn and, and know who you are in this space mm. so i stopped myself from growing when yeah. people would attack me and criticize me, I go eat some more. And I'm I'm in I'm in health and wellness trying to lose weight eating mm. because somebody hurt my feelings. Yeah. Yeah, I will say uh, personal development is well, network marketing is the best growth. What's one thing that you have that right now if they took away, stripped away from you, you would you would get back? Like when's the one skill that you have not never learned anywhere else, but that you've learned here? Mm. I would say, <laughs> I would, you know, being in network marketing, I, I feel that the Lord guided me here because of uh, being able to help a lot of people. And we're supposed to find yeah. our niche, meaning yeah. what is it that God has gifted us with to help other people? Yeah. And so I have found that I am here to help women that have struggled with their weight that have struggled with everything that I've been through and use the food to mask all that. And you can't take that away from me. You, yeah. I know now what my purpose is. I know why God has me here. I know who he wants me to help. Mm -hmm. And so knowing that you can take everything else away from me and I'll start over again. I'll be okay. I'll be yeah, it's the fact that you're aligned with the vision that God gave you and that you did mm -hmm. not let go. And I think that's why some people don't really understand the whole space is because there's so much work involved in understanding who you are. There's so much work in understanding, look, you may have come from a past. Like my past was, I grew up in network marketing. Well, my mom dragged me to events back in the day where you were suited and booted and you had to go to the events. Everybody was like looking at a penguin and I had like green hair. And I just realized that it was really, um, when I went to these events, it was the breakthrough. It was the growth. It was getting better and loving you. And then I tried different ones that didn't resonate. And I did tell to God, I'm like, God, I don't want to hear about it no more. I'm like, I don't want it. It's not my thing. Just let me go. And then COVID hit and he's like, well, you prayed. You got what you asked, right? Ah, sometimes yes, yes, when you yes. get that, you're like, no, no. Like your words are so sharp, but I swear it's more mm. 
just like, you know, with Jesus, him, you know, with the disciples, uh, giving mm. back, it's the fact that you have a gift that can help somebody, your mess that you had in the past, you can turn it into a message. And I feel yep. that sometimes people don't really get it because I won't necessarily relate to like putting on weight because I have always been an hourglass. I've never really put on weight uh, apart from a cup. So I can't relate to your story, but I know people that will for you. And so we're nine, eight billion on this planet. There's bound to be a percentage yes. of people that will relate. And I think in this world of today, we've always said, you know, you're very small, but us in the UK, for example, in London, we are 9 million people. 9 million people just in London. I haven't even said the whole of the UK. Like in the US, yeah, yeah. US big. Arizona is huge, right? Oh, yeah. So oh, it's yeah. the fact that you can turn your message to your message that I absolutely love, that keeps you aligned. Um, and I love it because it's skills that you have can only talk about because you've been through it. Yes. I, I don't like people that talk about theory. If you haven't experienced it, like I went to school. Okay. I went to college. I was a therapist. My undergrad is in psychology. And I don't even know why I say my undergrad because my <laughs> master's, I didn't, I didn't even finish. I was like, I ain't doing this. Don't worry. You did it. I knew. You still did it. <laughs> yeah. I know what I need to do. And I don't already earn that master's hundred times over. But I, I will tell you this, the Lord was using me then because I got into domestic violence counseling. Yeah. I did substance abuse counseling. I worked with people that were suicidal, that went through uh, mental illness. I've worked in all those fields. I've helped people in all those areas, you know? And so he used me then. But when I moved to Arizona, I was like, I don't want to be a therapist anymore. I don't know what I want. I still want to help people. Yeah. I don't know what I want to be, but I don't want to be a therapist. I let all my licenses expire. And it's funny because you are probably the prime example of doing something and being okay to change and pivot and do something else. Mm -hmm. um, and, I, and I find like, queen. That's, <laughs> you, I'm the queen of pivot. <laughs> pivot and change is the best thing. But I heard the other day, I was, well, this morning, because I was listening to, to Tim Ross, who's a pastor in the US, and he was mm -hmm. saying that your failure is not like the word that we have today, but it's finding, finding what works for you. And what worked back in the past did not work. You tried it. But here, I feel that your calling is much stronger. Can you explain mm -hmm. why that would be? Is it because you've invested in you? What is it that's different from this season of 2023? I feel like when growing, and, and I love that you say the, the failure, because I really truly believe God brings all these challenges and trials into our life for us to learn and grow yeah. and become better. Yeah. And if you're not learning and growing and trying to change, then there's something wrong with you. If yeah. you think you know everything, if you think you have arrived, there's something wrong with you. Okay. So I feel like that God has put all those challenges and trials in my life and he's, and he's molding me, you know, and what scripture says, he's molding me to be what he wants me to be. And if I keep putting up a fight, then that's going to make my life more difficult than it needed to be. And so I feel like when it came into, <laughs> this is so strange, the people that I have met yeah. in network marketing are the people that have helped me grow the most. So in these past three years, when they talk about putting yourself in proximity and the people that you surround yourself with and the five people that are in your small circle, 
that has blown my mind. I'm going to cry. And I, and I consider you one of those people meeting you because of this, um, being uh, trained with social media and how not to be this spammy person from Frasier, um, how not to be this total salesy person that comes across uh, slimy and it makes people go, oh, network marketing. You know, like network marketing has been around for years and some people don't even know. Like Avon, hello. Oh, I bought makeup before. I'm sure you have, you know, Pampered Chef, all these companies and then and then the, the nail one, you know, color the like, nail color yeah, stuff or whatever. Right? Like people have been using it for years, but what the ones that are doing that don't know what they're doing because they're not growing and they're not working on themselves. Those are the ones Frazier's trying to reach. And those are the ones he's trying to help. And like putting myself in that circle and the people I have met that have been under his training and now moving into Jesse Lee's circle and the people that I'm meeting in her circle and under that are there for that training, like to yes. see it's that so I, I, I feel like, what is the Grant uh, Cardone's book, uh, 10X? That's how I feel where my growth is right now. Like I am exponentially growing because of this. Like, and, and I love that. Who I can't even think it's Ed Milet says, if you are, are the smartest person in the room, you need a better room. You need to like run yes. and give yourself another room, which is so true. And I, and I love that you say that because it's once you've opened your mind, because even for example, when I looked at the people, because in Jesse Lee's group uh she will probably what 800 and also in fraser were a thousand more or less and i'm just looking at these people i'm like uh why are you like me and because my mind has been so conditioned to only thinking in a box and even you know i i did talk to somebody the other day and she was like you know what is network marketing i'm like i'm sorry <laughs> what you don't know what network marketing is and that's the beauty of you know conversing with other people that are like, oh, wow, like they didn't know. And having that perspective, like, okay, I'm going to serve people and I'm going to get out of my comfort zone. Like even you probably yes. on social media three years ago, you probably didn't want to go on social media. I don't know how or what it was when you joined. Was it two or three years? No. That was just before COVID, right? Yeah. Were you still doing in-party yeah. homes or? Girl, social media didn't scare me. I <laughs> First of all, I'm outgoing. I'm very talkative. I'm not an introvert. I am definitely an extrovert, uh, although I love my quiet time. But I will tell you, I used to work in radio, believe that. And that's where I got the most of my drugs because nightclubs, staying after hours and DJing. And then, you know, I, I'm from old school where I used turn, two turntables and wiki, 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 wiki. That was me. And I did wedding receptions and, and frat parties. So yeah, drugs were all over the place. And so that's where I came from. So in radio, I was on the morning show, one of the extras, and I learned that you had to do some speed to get up that early in the morning, first of all. But I also learned to talk to people when you don't see them. Oh. So the Lord was training me, didn't even know it, for social media when you go you know live. Funny, yes. Cause he because it's true. People think that, oh yeah, I don't like being on social media and I don't like showing my face. But I swear, if you start doing lives and you just start talking behind a screen or just on the computer, that's already mm -hmm. working on you. Like you, yeah. and then once you get on stage, it's like, oh, so it's a, it's a ride in the park because you're already ready. Yeah. But th that's where it started for you in the radio booth. Mm -hmm. Man. Yeah. 
That's so mm. awesome. And then after that, um, so from Jesse Lee and and Fraser Brooks, like what um we'll probably like end in the next couple of minutes, but what would you say to your younger self? Because you know, they're probably thinking of you know, on the egg, on the verge. Two words. Maybe the two Buckle words. up. <laughs> Buckle up. Buckle up. You know what? Because I say that because and people are like, oh, do you have any regrets? Would you change anything? Not one damn thing. God is sovereign. He knew what needed to happen to get me to where I am now. Yeah. If I change something, then I'm pretty much saying he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't change a dang thing. And the only thing I would tell them to my future self is buckle up, girl. You in for a ride of your life. <laughs> yeah, because you're you're probably one of the biggest. What's the biggest fear you think people do when they think of network marketing? What's the biggest fear for them? I think it's fear of rejection. Um, I'm struggling with the fear right now, and I'm trying to work through and find out what it is because being outgoing. I, I and you and I know um, I, we made a commitment for me to get out and and go to go in public places yeah. and and work. And I I was like hesitant. Eh, I don't know. Yeah, and, you, did, um, you were hesitating, and then your, yeah, your husband yeah. was like sitting at home. You're like, no, I'm going out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I'm> like, <laughs> no. When you work from home by yourself all day yeah. long, and your husband decided, no, I don't yeah. feel like going in yeah. today. I'm like, ooh. Okay, so yeah, I got out of the house that day, and it was good because I I went to a cafe. In a grocery store, the Starbucks inside of a grocery store, and I started talking to the staff and, and mingling, and people would come up and then they would walk away like a difficult customer, and they would bend and I would listen, and so I see myself starting to form a bond with them, and so um, I know the Lord's going to use me in their life somehow. You know, yeah. it might be with products, it might just be with some education or whatever I can provide to help them because it's not always about getting a sale. You know, no, and, no. And I people don't yeah. get is that before I just jump, let you continue. It's like the, yeah. the point of network marketing is meeting. And I always say, you know, my, our conversation, our connection could bring you into maybe changing your life, could maybe buy you a product, have business, do you do it with me? Or you could recommend me to somebody that will want to do the business. But the only yeah. thing we're one handshake away from that opportunity. And I will take any Absolutely. opportunity connecting so i love that Absolutely. you're doing that and congratulations for being so open because you know <laughs> when we work at home it does get kind of you know you're talking to yourself on the walls and you know it's kind of cool and you yeah. open the fridge and you close the fridge and there's nothing in the fridge because you can't be, <laughs> you can't be bothered to cook <laughs> but you going and being outspoken and talking i love that because you're always working on your you know conversations of people you know when you go mm -hmm. up to the counter would you like anything else or, you know, go or talking to someone? Hi, how are you? When people, you know, don't really do that anymore or just asking, hey, mm -hmm. what's your name? Which is something that I just think COVID stopped us doing. Yeah. Um, which I, is I think people are starving when you should hear the sound of someone's voice when they call me and it could be a telemarketer or 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 I call somebody to, to work on a bill or something that didn't get taken care of or something. And when I they say hi, this is so and so calling. I'm I'm uh, you know uh, what is it? Uh, customer service number two one three point five. Hi, Mrs. Uh, 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 I can't see your last name. I said it's Simonac. Don't worry, honey. Nobody gets it right. And then then they say, well, how are you doing today, ma'am? So I'm doing very well. How are you? Uh, uh, oh, oh, I'm doing great. Uh, thanks for asking. Like they're so shocked that I yeah, was polite. So shocked. Yeah, because we're like this is kindness. 
when I come up and I talk to you, I just want you to feel good. Like if she wanted yeah. to say, any, no, I literally just want a conversation with you. I don't know what he could end. Um, but I, yeah, like, I, everybody taught me to handshake, you know, like it's, and it's funny because people will say handshake somebody, but you can actually feel from the handshake of the person. If it's like somebody that knows exactly what they're doing or if they're like, yep whifting in life that's why i always like handshakes i yes. give a full handshake as if like you know i'm gonna beat your ass up if you're not gonna be nice but i'm not gonna give that last time i was talking to somebody and I'll, <laughs> so i literally met this is one of his cousins that came in town because he knows everybody he's the sort of person you go out he's like a superstar back in in naples and napoli and i'm like oh can we just be like you know just hide away anyways we met this person he met his wife and the handshake was like so loose i'm like can you give me a proper handshake? The man gave me a handshake. I, I thought he was going to squeeze my hand. He's like, <laughs> I know you know you're in control of your life, but, you know, I also am. Don't you? <laughs> I love it. Do a handshake, and I think we don't do that enough, and we should translate yeah. it into online. But um, let's go on to your last one, because probably people that are watching you are also see, like, your growth, what you're going. Because you say you have 94 kilos more to go. But are yeah, you so okay. Uh, so well, yeah, it's I'll, I'll, two, 24, 20, pounds. 24 pounds left in uh, American pounds. I um was talking to you. I said, I know that this is the weight I was at when I lost the first hundred pounds, and I had to have the excess skin removed from my stomach. And I remember the clothing size I was in, and I felt comfortable there. So that's all I have to measure by. And I hate to go by a, a goal weight, but I just, I mean, that's what's in the back of my mind. And it's, it's probably going to be a clothing size. But I was just telling you before we got on live here, my arms have a lot of that excess skin sagging. So I'm currently wearing clothing that's two sizes too big wow. because I have to be able to yeah, get my like, arms in there. Yeah, it's like it's everywhere. But will you stop yeah. at 24? Will you stop network I, I, I think... <laughs> Oh, network marketing. I thought you meant my goal. Wait. No, oh, no, no, please, no. Connected and that was just a... a, a no, no, because then I can let people see not just where I came from, but what it feels like now to be in that, yeah. to be in that and then have that inner joy. And, and I feel the Lord is just giving me more and more confidence. I'm just thrilled. so much, so much is coming from that. And I'm not even there yet. Now, but I, but I love it because it has been a journey of three years and you could have simply quitted on oh, not losing that weight and you continue to go on. But I think from what I'm also hearing is that you also, well, which is probably also people that are watching on the replay, you'll see that her growth, Jamie, has been on herself all the time of being the better version mm -hmm. of her, pushing one more, as Ed Milet would always say. Yes, but also, power of one more. The power of one more. But the journey of also her getting to the other side. And I think that's the beauty of it, because if you've gone just that bridge, of belief, mm -hmm. you know that phrase yes. that always talks about, like yes, you're yes, yes. maybe what ninety five percent over there. You still only have five percent. It will be to bring other people on it, and I love it because I wanted to say that for people also to know that network marketing is a journey. That we're gonna go ups and downs. You're gonna have high hills. You're gonna have low valleys. You're gonna have like yep. many sort of like bumps on the time, but it will be connecting mm -hmm. with people just like Jamie that will hold. I want to say one thing when you said why why i haven't stopped 
I did stop. I did quit. I did get frustrated in the midst of all of those three years. It was not slowly straight up. I have a, a reel on my wall where it shows a guy bouncing off and down the steps as you're trying to climb to the top and falling back down and falling back down. There were weeks when I was like, screw this. I'll eat what I want to eat. <laughs> and and there were weeks where I, not days, people, weeks yeah. where I was like, I ain't walking. It's too cold out. Or I'm not walking. It's too hot out. I live in Arizona. It's always going to be something. And I, I I suffered the consequences for that. So on my lives, I had to say, yeah, just so you guys know, I, I'm starting over again. And, uh, yeah, so yeah, we, we we can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody's perfect. You know, and <laughs> now it's a day that I might not walk or a day that I might not have eaten well. But it is it's never going to be weeks. <laughs> no, but like you had to go through that growth to be under, to oh, yeah. under that you know it's difficult to change habits otherwise everybody would be a millionaire or a gazillionaire it doesn't matter the thing is to change it's always difficult nobody wants yeah. to change because that means you have to change your habit you have to get out of your comfort zone yep. and that's something yep. that you have done and you have shown your people that you have done it um let's wrap up with like what if someone is living is living on the fence right now and thinking hmm. What if I could do it? And they're looking at you and they're like, I want to be just like Jamie. Um, I've seen your growth, you. watched your lives. Like, what are you, what would you tell them? Ooh, she gave me chills when you said that. Um, I thought when you said that, the first thing that came to my mind is God help you. Um, if you want to be like <laughs> me. <laughs> Only because people will look at where I'm at. Oh, 24 pounds away from her goal and not realize what I went through to get there. Like you don't want that. So you don't want to be like me. You want to be the best you can be. First of all, clarify that. And what I would say is don't stop. Don't give up. Don't beat yourself up because it's all up in here. We tell ourselves the worst stories. And that's the last thing that I've been working on the hardest is my mindset and the stories that I tell myself. And I love the uh, podcast that Ed Milet says it over and over and over and over, and over again. Stop, and Jessalee's talking about it now. Stop talking, stop listening to yourself and start talking to yourself. Yes. So when yourself is telling you this negative yeah. story of I can't do this or it's not going to work for me or blah, 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 start talking to yourself and saying these affirmations I have on the wall, um, God is using me for great things. Amen. I'm glorifying God in all that I'm doing. Amen. I can help anyone. Blah, 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 blah. Start talking to yourself and stop listening to yourself. And if you don't think that you need to hear these words repeatedly, let me tell you something. My father, the alcoholic, growing up, used to introduce me to his friends. And he would say, this is my daughter, Jamie. Don't mind how fat she is. She only eats once a day and that's all day long. And I heard that repeatedly over and over and over again from the time I was maybe eight years old. Okay. Now, here I am, 60, still hearing that in my head. So you cannot tell me that positive affirmations don't work. Yes, they do. But you can't say it once. Yeah. I have it in my calendar, on yeah. my phone, four times a day. Yeah, I love that because it's, a self, it's work on yourself. 
Um, and that's what that's what Jamie does definitely offer. So if you guys are watching this and this resonates and you're listening, you're on the fence and you're you're in her circle, go and message her. So ask her like all those questions of how you can get started. But the only thing that I could say for you that is watching is like it's never going to be perfect. The only thing is you're one decision away from your change. And that's what Jamie did. Jamie went from the decision of being crazy over overweight to deciding to change and three years in still learning still growing i mean things her and i learned at the jesse lee uh event or fraser we're like we're, we're always Woo! learning and it's sometimes people think that you're going to get the new thing the new shiny object but it's not because every time we go back mm -hmm. to events it's hearing something that could get you to the level up it's not applying everything and i think we really need mm -hmm. to focus on what resonates with us and how we can mm -hmm. elevate to be the best version of us because mm -hmm. let's face it we all have different goals and dreams and jamie has one of them a goal to mm -hmm. get to you know losing 96 kilo well 96 pounds which is 24 kilos but then still wants to help other people so guys uh if any of this resonated do give some love to jamie tell us what resonated out this and that you guys are going to implement or if you want to connect with jamie absolutely jamie where can people find you oh i am everywhere my name is what where i'm at so facebook instagram TikTok, uh youtube and it's under jamie seminac okay okay there you go under Jamie Simonac, and I blame my husband for that name because my maiden name was Wilson. It was so much simpler than Simonac. <laughs> like it's it's semen. It's semen with an A K. Simonac. Okay, okay, okay. Chill, chill, chill. Don't call me Simonac. Don't call me Simonac. That's just how you remember how to spell it. Oh, okay. So what is it? Simonac. It's Simonac, but it's spelled semen with an A K. Okay, okay. No, because I always call you Jamie. Like, I'm just like, I'm not going to call you, you know, not a school. I can't blame not, you. I don't even use your last name. I mean, you could, but then that's another thing. It just means king and queen, but that's that's another thing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Guys, we want to love you and appreciate you. Remember to be yes. you, do you. The world does not dictate who you are. Next week, we're also going to have an amazing guest. Jamie, thank you so much for sharing. I love My to pleasure. Um, and it's an honor. And guys, see you guys later. Talk to you later. Ciao.